Welcome all you Plus 2 Comedy Modifiers to another episode of the Plus 2 Comedy Podcast. I'm your host as always, TV's No Hulahan. And before we get to our fantastic episode with Jason Pollock, I gotta tell you about some upcoming shows. This St. Patty's Day, March 17th, I will be hosting a night of stand-up comedy which will be headlined by the legendary WID at Kennett Flash. That's 102 Sycamore Alley in Kennett Square, Pennsylvania. Come see me host. Come see the legendary Wid, who you might remember from Make Me Laugh and Al TV. It's going to be a fantastic show. Tickets are just $12 at the Kennet Flash Thursday, March 17th at 8 p.m. We're also happy to announce that we are returning to John Con. Yes, come on down to Johns Hopkins Science and Fiction Fantasy Convention at John Hopkins University in Baltimore, Maryland on April 1st through the 3rd. We're not sure what we're going to be doing there yet. The schedule's not up, but I guarantee a good time. For all the information, I recommend you just Google John Con. Also, we are returning to the Castle Point Anime Convention, so be sure to head on down to Stevens Institute of Technology on April 24th. We will be doing stand-up comedy along with some cosplay pro wrestling. So come on down to one Castle Point Terrace in Hoboken, New Jersey on April 24th. Also, this episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast is brought to you by Pleasant Nightmare Burlesque. They are a troupe on a mission to spread body positivity and show you how burlesque is really done. They specialize in nerdlesque, and their shows have a variety of acts such as dancing, drag, comedy, kink, nerd humor, and more. As well as they provide a wide variety of panels for conventions, which you know Plus Two Comedy loves. So be sure to visit their website, www.plusfm.com. PleasantNightmareBurlesque.com or find them on Facebook for more info. And now, without any further ado, please take it away, a Kirby Crackle. Ready for a podcast? <laughs> oh, that was a ni- that was nice and low. I like the I like the baritone there. That was good. Who's here to do other things? And is currently being annoyed by a podcast. No. Oh, th- <laughs> these these guys are focused. These guys are focused this week. And do we even have an understanding of Armada group this week? No. Oh, this is hurtful. I think they're playing Malifaux. How many people here are internet trolls? There you go. Four. This has become a survey podcast. <laughs> this is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, as always, TV's No Houlihan. We are recording live at Nerdvana, that's 3003 English Creek Avenue in Egg Harbor Township, New Jersey. I am joined, as always, by the oracle to my Batman, Mr. Will Liam. How you doing, Will? No. It's true currently. Yes. Turns out there's not a lot of crippled characters. So no. it's, it's going to get real obscure in the next couple weeks. I get the g- so please learn to walk. <laughs> Did you do the Ghostbuster? No, that's next week. Okay. Spoilers. All right, all right, all right. Don't forget. 
Our guest this week is a stand-up comedian. He also wrote, you're really reading this book, My Ramblings on Social Media. Please give it up for Jason Pollock. No. There it is. There it is. Take that pity applause. That's okay. Sorry, you guys are busy. The slow clap is always more you powerful. Get, you get a ripple. You get like a little yeah, wave went going back through the room. Good. Thank you for having me. Thank oh, you for being yeah. on the show, Jason. It's great to see you. You too. So, I realize that you've you've written this book. It's uh, how many pages is this book? You know, that's a really good question. Um, fifty-two. Fifty. <laughs> There's one more page, but it's blank. Fifty-two pages. <laughs> I just learned how to use Create Space. So what is this book? I needed more money. <laughs> and my dad mm-hmm. is a financial mm-hmm. advisor, and I said, Dad, I need you to help me create a budget because we're behind. And he oh, said thought... something so profound. He said, you need to make more money. Oh. That's good advice. Mm-hmm. Like, like that 21 Pilots song. And he's not the one that told you to make a, a book to do that, no, right? Because otherwise he'd be a job. bad financial advisor. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> well, um... We did get caught up on our mortgage. Oh, hey. okay, yeah. But I, I, I was at Rock and Shock. It's a horror con in Worcester, Massachusetts, and I met a horror writer there named Joe Netter, who gave me a book called Thoughts. And I said, "What's this?" And he said, "It's just a bunch of crap I put on social media. I just put it in a book." And I said, "Oh my God! I wish I thought of that." And he said, "Do it." I said, "That would be copying." And he's like, "I don't give a boop." So, oh, there's no cursing on the podcast, no by the way. Boop. I don't give a. Sorry. Just take the noise he made <laughs> and edit it back over the curse he used. Sorry. We'll do. We'll do. We'll do. I'll figure that Thank out. You. He said, I don't give a darn. A gosh darn, he says. And the rest is history. No, so, there's so much more in between that. Like, you have to then make a book. I, I, I said, I need to have this done before Christmas. And did you? I did. That's why there's typos. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said... These are literally just things you put on, like, Yahoo. Yahoo. Use Yahoo? I, this is what I, you put I on do, Friendster? No. <laughs> it's just stuff you put on Facebook and stuff. Stuff I put on Facebook and Twitter. Ooh. Oh, and Twitter. But I'm sure when you did that, you spelled things wrong. So this is yeah, what you did. Yeah, you to keep it authentic. Yeah. But, um... Artistic integrity, What sir. I did was put it into chapters. The first is completely random, and it goes on for most of the book. Then I have a few chapters about... Christmas, horror movies, Halloween, Thanksgiving, love, life, and death. And I explained, in the if I put the chapters first and then had the random at the end, somebody could criticize and say, he just got lazy. So this way I did the random mm. chapters, the random sayings first at the uh, front of the book. And now they could say, it looks like he started out lazy and then got organized as he went on. Oh, so, so there's a journey that you go on through this book. This is... Are those the same people that think a movie is always shot from the beginning to the end in that order? Yes. Because you could just copy and paste the lazy part and put it in front. <laughs> you can. That's pretty much what I <laughs> ah, I busted you. Wait, wait a minute. Who's, who's this lady on the first page here? Oh, uh, hello. That woman, she owned a strip club. I met her at a few cons. I believe and she you. used to come and dress up. And then I noticed in the background, Aaron Moran from Happy Days, who played Joni, oh. was drunk behind me, appalled. Did, did, you tell that you were, did you tell Aaron that you were going to use a picture of her in your book? 
You know what? I think the odds that she actually sees the book are incredibly <laughs> She's slim. a huge fan of this podcast. Mm. Joni? Joni, yeah. She left Chachi and the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. <laughs> I could for be in Jason trouble. Pollock. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's a very flattering picture. If anything, it's probably the best picture she's taken in years. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's lay some insults on top of <laughs> you stealing her image and selling it. <laughs> well, she did, I mean, when you photobomb... Yes, it's, it's her. part of the uh, penalty. Yeah. She is photobombing you. Like, you are mm-hmm. not photobombing her, unless the plan was to take a picture in front of her. You're like, hey, I didn't stripper. even know she was there until I saw the picture. I said, oh, my God, that's Joni in the background. <laughs> I'll have to include a link to this You picture. should make an album of you going to cons <laughs> with a stripper and then taking a picture with her with celebrities somewhere in the background. Ooh, yeah. I smell sequel. I like it. Being like, she doesn't belong with him. You know what? <laughs> I do have a sequel, but it's not anything... I know it's not a sequel. It's a different book. I take it back. It's a, it's, a, it's a twisted fairy tale called The Turtle Princess, and I'm just trying to find a friend who illustrates. Okay. I, I read some it, friends that draw. Yeah. If anybody's listening... Well, it's not Don't look so doubtful yeah, when you say that. They won't call right now. <laughs> this ain't TRL. Actually, I've you guys heard your No. <laughs> you guys have an immense fan base, and I'm like kind of flattered that you even have me on. Yeah, there's Sean. Very smart there's, people. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's TJ. There's Derek. <laughs> Derek. Sean, Drake. TJ, and Derek. Yeah. <laughs> None of them draw though. Well, TJ might. I have a few Drew. friends who draw. He did, Drew. I read this story at, at your open mic, and people really laughed. And I remember you doing this. <laughs> yeah, and I, I read it at an author's reading. I dug it up. So, somebody said, "Where did you? Uh, where can I get a copy?" And I said, "In a shoebox in my closet." So, that's not. A, that's not the best way to. Yeah, to so, sell an idea. <laughs> this is why I, I I need to market this. Yeah. Damn it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do a random reading. Do you mind? Okay, absolutely. <clears throat> a dramatic reading. From You're Really Reading This Book, My Ramblings on Social Media by Jason Pollock. If you really had 101 Dalmatians in a city apartment, wouldn't you be reported for that? And that was a random uh. reading. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Do you want me to do another one, Will? Give me a minute. Give yeah. me a minute. Oh, wait. What do you... Uh... Nothing. I think he's. I can add music in post. If no, that's no, no, what this no, no. Is about. I want to do this live. Okay, you guys, get ready for live sound effects. Okay. Oh, we have sound right. effects now. All right, hold on. Let me find another <laughs> another good one. Uh, winning the forty million dollar Powerball Powerball would get me temporarily out of debt. Oh, it's so quiet. Go towards the front of the book. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, this, Here. one more. One more. Let me read it. Let me read it. Just play it afterwards. It's Uh, it's not working. All right, finally. I wish there was value in dryer lint. (laughs) I'm not doing it. Never mind. You can add air horns if you want. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It took me an hour to get that app, and I wasted it. I didn't steal that from you, did I? The air horn? I'm just kidding. The uh, the dryer lint comment. I, I was just hoping that wasn't in your act. <laughs> no, no, no. So, it, it can be very informative. Here, this this is deep. This is very deep. All right, let's get deep. Right. Getting deep. We'll get deep. The life and death chapter. Um, that's in the lazy section. <laughs> no, wait, that's in the good section. 
this is this is profound. This is meant to inspire. Okay. I'm thinking that you never know what your last status update will be. So people write each update as if it's your last. All right. That's, that's, that's a legitimate point. Because otherwise, somebody might say, what was his... La- he died. He died. What was his last... The last thing he wrote on Facebook. Has anyone copied something from the Bible or the Torah on Silly Putty? <laughs> For the folks at home... Jason Pollock is furiously flipping through jo- through pages of this as if he's just reading huge chunks of this book. I dare someone to name their son Lando. I bet that's I'm happened. Sure, I'm sure in that's here, happened. In here, yeah. In here, yeah. yeah. Or in our Lando's listenership. I, I've always said a great name is Tarzan for a child. Tarzan's a wonderful name. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Tarzan and Lando. I forgot to do our icebreaker <laughs> oh. question. Oh, do the icebreaker. This is an icebreaker question. This we're is still doing the intro. Are we still doing the I intro? I thought, yeah. No, I, I introduced you. I introduced Jason. Yeah. We did everything. Oh, hold on one second. Let me just point out. Because is this all going in the podcast? <laughs> if someone is listening. Yes, people <laughs> listen to this podcast. <laughs> and we I, named all of them. Let me finish the sentence. If <laughs> someone is listening and. Stop saying if. <laughs> when someone listens. No, well, when I finish the sentence, you'll say, yeah, say yeah. Yeah, but it's so okay. offensive at when the beginning. When someone is listening, if they're interested in buying the book. Oh, okay. Follow you on Twitter. I still don't want to let you it's finish perfect, the sentence. It's perfect for those moments when you're trying to get some toilet time in. This is true. You need those true. quick thoughts. These are these are definitely quick thoughts, quick reading. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but real quick, we got to do our icebreaker because the ice has remained unbroken this whole time. I think that's why we feel out of sync. Uh, this comes from a past guest left randomly for you. This is from uh, Connor McGibbon or McGibley, excuse me. Uh, why should we explore space? Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. They got a real question. Yeah, let's get let's get deep. Why should we explore space? My honest opinion. Yes, it's freaking cool. Okay, it is cool. I, I mean, you want me to get technical? Yeah, yeah. I want your honest opinion. Why should we explore space? Because we've seen all this stuff here on Earth, over and over and over again. Every time you turn on the History Channel, National Geographic, it's all right. Do so you think a there's new-, new Netflix shows in space? It's possible. That's true. No, <laughs> unless you have a satellite. Yeah, unless they're hiding them up there. Yeah. No, I, I, I just think um, it would be so freaking cool to see what kind of shows they're doing in another alternate <laughs> Earth. Is, all right, that's true. Well, that's that's more of interdimensional travel rather than uh, space travel. Yeah, now. but there's no, it might be like wormholes out well, there. You know, yeah, wormholes. Okay, right. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Because I... I <laughs> the, the, no, they, they found the ripples in gravity. Oh, yeah, gravity okay. waves. Yes. What does that exactly mean? You guys kind of want a real answer as far as will. I can, because I listen to Star Talk with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Because I literally so just I learned nothing. about this from the Game Grumps, and they didn't know anything. From, so. so what I understand is that it proves that gravity on a big enough scale can actually warp time the way that it warps uh, space. Not you so won't be able time, to time travel. No, but you would be no. able to move faster, basically. You would remove yourself from... It basically proves that... You ever see the wormhole explanation where they fold the paper? Yeah. It's proving that gravity on a big enough scale can do that to reality. So they might be able to see into another galaxy. Yeah, they'd be able... Or move... 
so you you fold space so that you're right next to that galaxy. You go through the wormhole and then you're you've traveled an impossible distance. And that was all theoretical, but now they know that gravity can exert a force large but enough. But can a human being actually do this without? We'd have to har- be able to harness like star level of more than that, like a black hole's level of gravity. Our energy's not where it, anywhere near where we could do something like that. Yeah, well, Noah's is. Yeah, well, he's. Yeah, I mean, he gets Nobody a lot else, done. Though. He's a go-getter. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do a lot of stuff. I play a lot of video <laughs> you want me games. We create some gravity for you. <laughs> I'm on it. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> yeah, it's true. More than you, lazy asses. Wow. I've been trying to beef up. <laughs> did you see The Martian? <laughs> no, I did not. I, I didn't. It was wonderful. I just watched Interstellar. Boo! I thought it had cool parts. That movie was terrible. I really liked those robots. Can you ruin the ending of Interstellar for me and your listeners? Uh, Matt Damon's there as the Martian. First off, <laughs> he's literally the same guy. He's the same character. Are you kidding me? Yeah. This is the thing that drove me the most nuts about Interstellar. Is oh the ending? Yeah, the ending's garbage. I forgot about the ending. I blocked it out. There's a point where they're like, yeah, we sent all these people out to find like another Earth that we could live on. The best was Lieutenant Man, and they point. And they point to a picture of an Asian guy. But when they get there, it's Matt Damon. <laughs> and then there's this whole like thing where it's like, well, let's go to space, there will be no evil. Unless, you know, we bring evil with us. And then they wake up a guy whose name is Hugh Man, <laughs> And he's evil. It's so yeah. deep. Yeah. The and gravity created I just from see, it hitting you over the head with its concept. I see Hollywood writers who know nothing about science saying, yes, yes, that's Well, that's it. what's great is Neil deGrasse Tyson said the science in it was really solid. And I was like, cool, except for the ending where the reason we could go to this wormhole opened up, we thought aliens did it. It turns out we did it from the future, but we did it that saved us from the future. So it couldn't have happened. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. And then Morse Plus, code books. I want to ruin the ending of the travel. Martian for you Plus right now. I hate yeah, the Martian. All right, what is it? Lay it on me. Okay, um, we're just spoiling movies now. The yeah, best whatever. part of the Martian. The best Oscars part are over. was Sh- what's his name? Sean Bean. Sean Not Bean's David. in that. Sean Bean's in the Martian. Does he die? Sean Bean dies and in the somebody, Martian. No, sh- nobody dies in the Martian. That's oh, my problem with darn. it. Everybody lives. <laughs> the guy gets stranded on Mars. They go and rescue him, and he comes back okay. Like, nothing <laughs> happens. That was my biggest does concern. A, does he have Sean, a volleyball fan? But they asked Sean Bean what Elrond is. I was like, really? Hubbard? No, Elrond. The Lord Elf, of the Rings? Lord of, like he Lord said it's of a Lord of the Rings reference. Oh. Uh, in The Martian. But he, uh, Sean Bean's response was, oh, it's a Lord of the Rings reference. He wasn't a... Uh, I, Looked like a fan interrupted him while he was shooting. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this sounds like a question at Comic-Con. Yes. It was was so Disney. But even Disney kills people off. Yeah, Pixar has a huge body count. Yeah, Pixar has a huge body count. There's a tweet for the next book. (laughs) Pixar has a huge body count. Oh, that's what's going in my Twitter book. That's yours. Tweet it quickly. Tweet it. (laughs) I already did. Would you guys agree that Pixar has a huge body count? <laughs> yes. I guess that makes it yours. No, no, it's yours. It's yours. I wouldn't steal. I'm, I'm, I'm writing. I'm putting it in an envelope and mailing it to myself. Thank you. To prove that I've copywritten this. Uh, so Jason, you're also a stand-up comedian. I know yeah. you've been out of the game for a little bit, but you've been doing comedy for 
a while. How, how long have you been doing comedy? Well, since 1998. Wow. Wow. How old were you? How old was I in 1998? I would have been 12. 12? Yeah, I th- yeah, that sounds about... Now you're more mature than I am doing a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. That's, a, <laughs> that's because we have more gravity. Well, there, was no, <laughs> there were no podcasts back then. Did you... you I know had a talk boy tape recorder back then. I literally recorded my own fake radio shows. Oh, yeah, me too. Oh, All good. The good, Did good. you really? Oh, yeah. That's awesome. I had guests. Yeah. They weren't real. I did voices. <laughs> I, I flipped the switch to slow. Oh, my Did you have an action figure recorded. next to you that you leaned towards? Yeah, I'm very method. To... So I would I would have <laughs> physical things there. But G- I had Jimmy Stewart sometimes because as a kid I thought I could do a solid Jimmy Stewart. Me too. That was my go-to impression. Oh, this is so weird. Yeah. Which, which I love that. Closer to a horse than it was Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> well, you guys were all Jimmy souls. Jimmy I love that you're doing a Jimmy Stewart impression at your at what being 12 and then in 98. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful Life is a good film. That was, yeah, that's the... It was rear window. Solely oh, Jimmy yeah. Stewart in Wonderful Life. Do you still Merry got Christmas. it? Uh, oh. A cop bus, you wonderful crit. No, it's gone. No, totally that's, gone. That's, that's way worse than what I was yeah. doing. I well, haven't Irish, done it in you yeah. Irish. You're Irish. I haven't done it Be in a like. horse. You gotta be a horse. Yeah, right, movie house. Oh, Jimmy Stewart. Oh. That's Elvis. No, Mansion House. Yeah, yours is Elvis. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Mansion this House. This is why no one listens to our <laughs> radio tapes. You guys nail your impression. <laughs> Literally, not, not only did oh, I yeah, do the story. Thank you. Thing, I only had one tape, so I would immediately tape over oh, it. Oh, they'd be and lost. Listen to wow, that's artsy. Yeah. Oh. Hours lost. <laughs> Noah Houlihan's The Lost Tape. That's like the Wu-Tang album. Exactly. Just the one. <laughs> then Bill Murray broke in and stole it in a heist. Uh, I, if you got every reference we made on this podcast this week, you're a genius. Let us know. <laughs> please draw some art for Jason. I made a reference about Trump that pe- older an older crowd actually got, and I was so impressed because I, I just I don't like to get political, but I was looking at him and thinking he's a creation of all the hatred and anger of the people yeah, of just, the world. I just, just like called to, him a conservative avatar. He is, but he like the pink ooze in mm-hmm. Ghostbusters too. That's what he is, <laughs> and all it's going to take is to sing Jackie Wilson. And make everybody happy again. That'll defeat him. <laughs> I don't know who Jackie was. It was a Ghostbusters the song, two right, reference. That they Your love is lifting me higher. I'm oh. not going to sing it. I don't know who that is either, but I use context clues. Uh, okay. Your love. <laughs> make the Statue of Liberty walk through yes. New York and defeat You need an Trump old school his... NES controller to do that, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, how would you describe your comedy style? I'm kind of neurotic. I'm, I am. I even talk about it in my act a little bit, where, and it's true. I, I, I said it because I said I was talking to my wife about this, and she agreed and laughed and said, "Put that in your act." Because I said, "Everybody's saying live like you're good, like you're gonna die tomorrow," and I live like I'm gonna die any second, and it makes me very anxious. <laughs> no, 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 no. I know you, people, no, no. Every time I hear somebody drop dead of a heart attack, she won't even tell me if a celebrity dies. How would he die? Never mind, don't worry about it. <laughs> Evaporation. That's a good point. That's supposed to be an uplifting phrase, like live life every day like it's your last. But that's very... I don't want to die. So now You're I'm right. like, oh, had oh no, oh phrase. no. Yes. 
And then my wife said, um, everybody says, everybody says that. But they they say um, when someone dies, they're in a better place. But they're like also saying each day is a gift. Which is it? Well, they just. If I spent every day like I was going to die, the <laughs> next day when I woke up hungover in my private jet full of superpowers, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't know what to do. All this See, money, I just, be dead. I just well, robbed from a bank. <laughs> Well, if you are living life you're good, like you're going to die tomorrow, and you can't afford a private jet, you're going to get more stressed out. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I need my jet. I'm going to die. So I would turn to crime. Exactly. Like, what are they, they put me in jail for life? Yeah, I'll yeah. be dead. All right, I'll six be dead hours? tomorrow. I can deal with that. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> no, I'm alive again. Oh, no. <laughs> Time for a prison break. Uh, if I didn't think I was going to die, I would have planned this better. Yeah. I had no time to plan. <laughs> You ever hear Norm MacDonald's bit about death and he's like, your own heart can kill you. Yeah. It's, like, <laughs> it's part of me. Why would you do that? You kill me, you die. <laughs> it's like the uh, the scorpion riding the frog. Is that the story? Yes. You mean Ryan Gosling? <laughs> Ryan Gosling? Yeah. Oh, you should see Drive. It's awesome. It, does, he, does, does he have a scorpion that rides him he li- and he swims across? He literally <laughs> has a scorpion on his back. The jacket he wears has a scorpion on it. But by the, the end of the movie, you realize that he's the scorpion. Oh. Man, we've ruined a lot of good <laughs> movies on the podcast this week. Yeah, he, he I, I, I saw Drive. I have no recollection yeah. of that me, uh, metaphor. Because it wasn't he t- heavy-handed. He tells like the story to Ron Perlman after they kill Brian Cranston. Oh, that's right. And he's right. like, you ever hear the story about the frog so and the Brian scorpion? So Brian Cranston dies yeah. in Drive. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so does Ron Perlman. And Han Solo. Yeah, and Han Solo. <laughs> Uh-oh. That one's getting bleeped. <laughs> <laughs> nobody saw that. Nobody, nobody no who's a fan. Nobody who's a fan That's has not true. seen it, it by this point. As I can't. I, can I rephrase that? Everybody who is a fan of that of Star Wars has seen it by now. I think Chris Hardwick has already referenced him dying on At Midnight. Uh, I think it's safe now. Well, then it's official. If the Once Chris Hardwick put a stamp it. of approval on the spoilers, then I guess we're okay. <laughs> now, Jason used to run a show at uh, the Comedy Cove. I used to do that. I used to be a manager of a club in the Crown Plaza called Rascals Comedy Club. Oh, you were in charge of Rascals? I was in charge of Rascals, and it was oh. great because we had the horror cons come through there. So I booked Todd Barry, Judah Freelander. We hang out at the horror cons or whatever just because it would be my opportunity to hang with my nerd comics at the nerd con. And you know, it was just a beautiful thing. Uh, you're giving me this weird flashback of my buddy Steve Grande. Do you know Steve Grande? I do know. Steve did some new talent nights there. I remember seeing a video of him performing. <laughs> a Comcast On Demand, right? He did yes, one of those. And he made fun of you. <laughs> Because I remember him saying something like, thanks, Jason, for letting me do the show. Oh, I could see why that's making fun. But oh, yes. I think I've seen this. Yeah, this is like worlds colliding, creating gravity. <laughs> I, he, I remember he, he was, all we kept thinking is he wants to be Chris Farley. Yep. Yes, absolutely. That's the first thought. He was a nice guy. I remember his Chris. Oh, yeah, I like great. Him. I miss Steve Grande. He's, he's in Chicago now. Huh. Good for him. Yeah, he's doing great. He's oh, good, uh, good, doing good, Second good. City stuff. Awesome. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> and then the Comedy Cove. I w- yeah, it's the Comedy Cove. But what was never, the name of the show? never Comedy. Co- oh, um, Geek Speak or something? I thought this was a person. <laughs> Geek Speak. Yes. Geek Speak. Yes, because I did that show. You did with Joe DeVito and and Ramon Bender. Ramon Bender. Hmm. Yes. So Little I was, Ian Anderson. I was wondering, are you ever going to pay me for that show? <laughs> 
Oh my God! That's why we brought you here. It, it, it has been two years now, and I'm just curious. What did I? What did I promise you? A million. <laughs> I guess I have to pay up. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm, I'm glad that earlier in the podcast oh my we established that you are now ahead on your mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, I, I have to pay Noah a million dollars to buy this book. If you're listening, <laughs> help me support the Noah and Ramon fund. I, just, I know I and brought eight audience members out of 12. So. You get 40 bucks. Yes. <laughs> Documented. <laughs> Getting that money. Yes, Getting let's make free. that happen. I totally forgot about <laughs> that. Wow. I was so disappointed with the show and the turnout. And uh, <laughs> I, I'm not going to mention our headliner, but um, I just was miserable and forgot all about the pain. <laughs> well, I'm glad to have you on the show. Give me my money. And we like to geek out on this show, and we do it with a segment called What You Watch and What You Read and What You Play. So we talk about what we're watching and what we're reading and what we're playing. Jason, you're new to the group. Give me my money. I mean, what are you watching? <laughs> Well, I'm addicted to baskets. Baskets? Zach Galifianakis plays a rodeo clown. Oh, really? Yes, yes. Really? And Louis what Anderson plays on? his mom. It's on FX on Thursday nights. To, when it's it comes to Hulu, show. I will watch it. Yeah, I don't have that. I don't know if it's on Hulu. It's not. It's not yet. Because I would have okay. watched it. <laughs> and um, I just. Uh, no, you didn't hear of this, but did you see I Saw the Devil? Korean serial killer movie? That it, sounds familiar. I have not I seen saw it. The Devil. It's a movie I don't about. Know why you just it's a revenge, I would know. Korean revenge flick. That okay. sounds really so familiar. Twisted and good and. About Did you this, want to spoil it? We spoiled the. I'm of not going to spoil that. That one's that one's a work of art. I'm not okay. going to spoil it. Well, can you give us a little bit of? Well, give us a taste. Why are Koreans so it's, vengeful? Isn't old boy Korean? I, I think it so. is. Old yeah. boy is Korean. Yeah, they got yeah. a lot of vengeance in them. I saw the devil oh, is locking a, um, each other up in rooms for fourteen years, pulling teeth out There's of people. There's nothing more, f- even Hostel. Remember Hostel? Yeah. It, the The best part of that movie was the revenge when he saw the three people in the road and plowed them down. <laughs> I, I could not take that movie. <laughs> I, like, because I was like Quentin Tarantino. Well, I am there. Oh, wait a minute, he didn't direct this. <laughs> no, Eli. Ooh, the blowtorch. Uh, I thought Hostel was so. This is a. Um, this is like a work of art. They're not like Hostel. Hostel was fun and gory and yeah. revengey. Yeah, like a good time, good family affair. <laughs> yeah, take the kids. <laughs> <It's a> hostel. <laughs> Even Hostel too. You had a new no, woman hanging up from Welcome to the Dollhouse. Heather Matarazzo from Medford, New Jersey, oh, hung the, upside down naked, being slashed by a woman in a tub. The yeah, that is Bathroom literally Roy. the only scene from Hostel Two I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> it was on Sci-Fi. I was like, "What is this movie?" They oh, showed that on two. Sci-Fi. Yeah. It was, it was really blurry. <laughs> oh, okay. I saw that on HBO. That's, that scene will always stick with me because I didn't know what movie it was. And I was like, ooh, this is getting... Oh, no. <laughs> and it drastically changed. It was changed. an HBO family, right? Yeah, it was. It was, it was it, Pixar does a version. <laughs> yeah. Right after Chatterbox. It's, HBO it's Manson a family. lot sadder. <laughs> oh, my God. We should create an offshoot of HBO. HBO Manson family. I like that. That's a great... I'm sure HBO... Would give the three of us part of their company if they asked really nicely. Well, look at us. We have are we just going to play hostile? There's no concept here. You just thought of... Oh, yeah. Sorry. You just have a name. 
What, well, we, what we airs on HBO? 140 characters. That's his domain. <laughs> we show the classics like Faces of Death and... <laughs> uh, Do you remember those? Yeah, I, I have the childhood experience of getting to go to a video rental place, a family video rental place, not a blockbuster, renting uh, Faces of Death and watching it with my friends. It was pretty disturbing. Yeah, why was that available? Was it real? Yes. Was it really? I... Because yeah, like I, well, I, I saw when I was young, I, I thought it was real. I went on the Wikipedia oh, and looked it? it up, and they were like, "We don't know." It yeah, looked I, really real, and it was before. Like there ain't no CG stuff. And I saw a Russian guy get a knife in his throat. That's a bad place for a knife. Yeah, it's one of the worst. <laughs> <laughs> really, a knife should never enter the body. Yeah, but if I were to pick a place, throat's bottom, bottom. Nothing of the should go through the skin. The have holes in your body for a reason for entry points. I won't, don't want a knife in any of those either. No, exactly, exactly. Uh, no cursing. <laughs> and as far as what am I listening to? Well, no, no, no. We, we got to go That's down the line. Well, what have you been watching? Doing a segment. I, want, I continue to binge watch entire seasons of shows in two days. Ash versus Evil Dead? You know what? I actually watched that. I talked about it a while ago, but I finished it. It was... Uh, I guess I'll talk Genius. about that. I thought it was all right, but what I re—it's all practical effects, and I thought yes. that was amazing. Like just the yeah. stunt work and the the puppets and stuff, that alone made it a really good. Sh- I thought the plot kind of went up and down. It was longer than it needed to be. Because you used to Evil Dead being like yeah, two it's, hours. it's been like a movie. I I don't know. You get mad. There's parts every time that an episode really ended. I was like, that's it. It's over already. I know. I. I need to see it because you're talking to a guy that went and saw Evil Dead the musical twice. <laughs> yeah, so. you need to see it. it you, it's you really do. worth watching. Uh, I also watched Fargo. Oh, did you? That was brilliant. I have a bad. The I don't like Fargo the movie. I'm gonna say that. I know everybody gets mad at me. I think it's boring. I can't be mad at you for your opinion. Oh, you usually end up in a wood no, chipper. <laughs> spoiler. Yeah, spoiler. Fargo would be great if you would just fan edit it down to like a forty-minute movie. I think it would be a great. I don't. I get that. That's the point. The like the weird middle, midwestern conversations and stuff. I don't like it's boring. I, I get it. They're weird out there. <laughs> uh, but in Fargo has that. I have the benefit of sitting on my couch playing on Steam while the shows play like in front of me. So I only watch the good parts, and it was a great show. I know there's that's boring parts. I didn't watch them. I get it. Like, open water. I only oh. watch the end. Yeah, that's a garbage movie. That that is yeah. an absolute garbage. I wish movie. that it stayed right want, in that shark's stomach. Yeah, I just wanted. All I wanted to know was, are they going to get eaten? Uh, they do. And that's why. Yeah. I wa- Yeah. Because it was, was like based on a true story. I was like, oh, very loosely, because we don't know <laughs> yeah. jack about what happened. <laughs> they could be on an island somewhere. No, yeah, they got the shark video camera. I was watching it ten minutes in. Or 20 minutes in, they're in the water, and I realize there's still an hour left at least. I can't watch two heads bobbing around yeah, in the it's water talking. awful. God, I'm hungry. Me too. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's the whole film. Do you want to swim water. somewhere or try to save ourselves? Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to film. I don't think I'm going to do anything useful. Now, you said you watched just the good parts of Fargo. Yeah. Are you fast forwarding through the good part? No, no, I'm I'm playing computer games on my couch because I'm at work. I'm not doing anything because of my leg. Oh, so I would pay attention, and then when some character that wasn't Billy Bob Thornton starts monologuing, I would just oh, the first season of Fargo. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm not on season two. It's not on Hulu. I did really, and I really liked the end. I don't want to ruin that. 
But no, that, that was good. Yeah, Colin it is Hanks, also that was solid. I'll add it to he my list. So much to watch. Although the the year later thing, I guess that was because it was a true story. Base loosely, but it like felt a, really on net. Like they wrapped up the story on episode nine, and then they were like one year later, and then everything just happens again. Huh. Okay. Life yeah, I don't want to spoil itself. it. It's hard. Yeah. Anyway, you know, it's not based on a real story, right? It's, Every episode opens with based on a real. Yeah, story. Yeah, that's the joke. What? It's it's yeah, not because the movie they, wasn't based on a real story can't. either. No, they if you can't watch, do that. I, that's I watched lying. a documentary on Fargo, and yeah, they it's, said it's almost like it was a work of fiction. It, no, they said it's ba- it's true. Are you saying I didn't see that Russian guy die? I don't have <laughs> I don't have a research department. It's <laughs> loosely based uh, on something that was in the tabloids in Minnesota years and years ago in the eighties, according to no, Joel no, no. Billy Bob Thornton killed all those people. No. And then was, Colin Hanks killed Billy Bob on. Thornton, and that's why he's not in movies anymore. Spoiler alert. His character. Edit point, I will do research when I get home, and right here I will edit in whether or not it's true or not. Hey guys, Editor Noah here. Fargo the TV series is not based off of real events. Also, the first Faces of Death video was entirely fake. However, the second one did contain mostly real deaths. Suck it. No, what are you watching? I went to New York, and I was going to go see Aladdin on Broadway, but... They you ain't never had a friend like me. <laughs> you what? So uh, I ended up going to the SNL exhibit. Huh. Oh, I heard that was cool. Oh, it was amazing. Sounds cool. It was really cool. The, like the land shark costume is there, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I got to take a picture on Wayne's couch going oh, nice. swing. That's cool. Way cool. Uh, they take it like each room is a day in the week, so you see how like stressful and all the things mm-hmm. that have to happen. They don't start working on sets until Thursday, which I thought was insane. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and what was really cool was that they made like a little documentary t- around one episode, and it was the episode with The Rock. So I got to see The Rock a lot. I was like, yeah, that's cool. I like nice. that episode. Yeah, it was really solid. It's a really fun experience. And th- like, the one thing that super bothered me is the museum or wherever I was that had this exhibit. The other exhibit they had was King Tut. And I was like... <laughs> If both exhibits don't just end with Steve Martin's King Tut, this is stupid. That's a great point. And, and it did it, and I yelled it at a guy. I was like, where's the King Tut? This is stupid. And I walked out. Uh, I also got to go to the Star that Wars That man exhibit. was Lorne Michael. It was Lorne Michaels. I slapped him in the face. And I said, Mad TV was bad. Uh, I also went to the Star Wars exhibit. They had, like, Star Wars yeah, costumes. Yeah, but that was great. It was okay. Uh, it was just like all the different costumes that they wore and like how they designed them and things like that. There was a lot to it that like made it feel special. Like when you saw the stormtroopers, there was a lot of like two-way mirrors and stuff, so it looked like there was an army of them. Huh. I was like, oh, that's right, cool. That's way neat. Yeah, but like way too much. Where was that? Uh, it was in New York. Just somewhere. Just somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's on a trailer. It drives around the city. <laughs> but, there was way too much prequels and not enough mm. of like. I think that's because really? I know yeah. a lot of the costumes in the originals were just stuff they threw together, and I bet they didn't want to. Well, no, uh, years ago at the Smithsonian, there was an actual Star Wars exhibit yep, before I the prequels. That. that was so cool. It was that's yeah, the one the you get in the Millennium costume. Falcon, right? Yeah, and the Millennium fly. Falcon model and Obi Wan's costume, Princess Leia's, but it was yeah, it was just like a fabric store cloth. Yeah. <laughs> 
It, it had its moment of like, oh wow, I see like where the influence came, and oh my god, it's Chewbacca. I'm gonna take a picture with Chewbacca. Because if they're being on, like, I I know I've watched a lot of Star Wars documentaries and stuff like, well, what was in the the cantina bar? It's like, oh, that's an ice cream machine we found in the trash because it was free. <laughs> See, but I find that stuff interesting. That's what I'm saying, yeah. but I bet they don't want to, like, admit it. Because yeah, most good movies are accidents. And apparently the, the exhibit opened before the new Star Wars movie did, so they didn't, like, want to show too much from the new one. <laughs> that makes so sense. That was a bit of a bummer. It was like, I want to see Poe's jacket. You get a cool <laughs> pic, because I did the Lord of the Rings one. And you could get a Hobbit picture where they did the the camera trick where they would have Gandalf and Elijah Wood next to each other. Like they do at the Disney a- Castle? Yeah, and I did it with my sister, who I'm a lot bigger than. And when we switched her to be big, it just looks like two normal people sitting on a, on a <laughs> wagon. <laughs> and I really like it. I, I got to take a selfie with Yoda. That was about yeah. it. That's cool. That was neat. So, uh, Jason, I'm going to throw it down to you. What are you reading? I'm, um... Reading Ricky Jay's book. Ricky Gervais? No, Ricky Jay. Who the heck He's is Ricky a. Jay? You would love him. There's a great documentary on him on Netflix, uh, and he, he's a brilliant magician, card, funny, oh, wait, intellectual. Wait. The guy from uh, An Honest Liar. No, that's the Amazing Randy. He's awesome. Amazing Randy. Amazing Randy's awesome. Yeah, that I watched that talk. That was great. Ricky Jay wrote a book a while ago, and I just got it from Amazon because it's not in print anymore. It's. Uh, learned pigs and fireproof women because I do I don't like to tell a lot of people but I do magic and kids parties and strolling magic and all that kind of stuff oh, but I'm, do you? I love Wizard. it I'm just like a little kid when it comes to that and I like this book is like all kinds of like stories of really old magicians and freaks and things they've done that entertain people sideshow performers and I'm just so into that There's you're guy, on probably the most wizard heavy podcast we've had Five magicians? We've had five magicians on this show. Are you kidding? Six now. I didn't bring a trick because it's podcasts and there's no yeah. cameras. <laughs> didn't yeah. stop other people. Yeah. <laughs> Could do jazz hands. Yeah. That was Get very impressive. Audience, I want you to think of a card. Think of any card in the deck. <laughs> think of it. Have it in your mind. Queen of spades. I just blew the mind of one fifty second of our... <laughs> TJ always thinks of queen of spades. It's easy. <laughs> yeah. There's a guy, we just went to see Ricky Jay do a talk cause he, about Matthias Buchinger, who's at the Met. And Matthias Buchinger is, um, he was a magician from, the, I, I think, 14th or 15th century. Huh. And he used to do the cups and balls, and he was, a, he was an artist who painted with so much detail. He'd do portraits, and inside the portraits would be scriptures that would make up the eyes. And it was just so detailed, but he had no hands or feet like oh, really? he had stumps or like little lobster boy i don't know well he had something but, but the like other the thing penguin. is he did have one working appendage because he had 14 kids and i realized <laughs> i've accomplished nothing Solid joke. after hearing about this man yeah i i in my youth wanted to be a magician and then i kind of got disillusioned by the whole thing. Well, it's in, not real. Cause, yeah, because it wasn't, wasn't real. <laughs> now, my biggest issue was that, like, for the most part, there are only, like, nine tricks, and it's just <laughs> a matter of putting them in a different order and in a different way. I've thought way. about that. You're right. Yeah. So when I was, I want to say I was a sophomore in high school, I, like, sat down with pen and paper and just wrote and wrote and wrote until I came up with an original trick that no one else had done. What's the premise? Uh, it was It was this idea that what I would do 
I'm not going to give away how to do it, folks. But uh, I made up this long story about uh, who the Jack was in the deck of cards. And I was like, the Jack was this magician. That's why it's not Prince. It's because Jack used to use yeah. these cards and stuff like that. And uh, I would have someone pick a card and then shuffle it in the deck. And then I would say I would find it. I would put it behind a Jack. And then I would slide the card out and there would just be a blank card. And then I would push it back in and then pull it back out and it'd be their card. Shuffle it back in. There was no blank cards in the deck. It's pretty cool. It was neat. It was really, really easy to screw up. I want to say I screwed it up about 80% of the time. <laughs> but it was it was like, and once I did that, I was like, all right, cool. Done with magic. <laughs> I've actually, I've been playing with this idea. T- tell me if you think this would be fun. Uh, I wanted to do a magic show about an escape artist that was really bad at being an escape artist, and he's been in a straitjacket for like three years. <laughs> but just still do magic just in a straitjacket. That's as far as I've gotten with the that idea. That would be amazing. Yeah, I was like, man, if I could actually pull it off, it'd be really cool. So I need a straitjacket. I thought you were going to say like, he died abilities. after his first stunt. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, the, I think this may have been a... Uh, Kids in the Hall sketch, which is my only like gripe about doing this. <laughs> Just but. go through every one of them until yeah, you. Yeah, well, that would be a pleasure. Or you could do. I I like you. Uh, from dying, you open with it. You're like, I'm gonna open with the craziest trick because that's how good I am. You get in a big tank of water. The guy drowns apparently. And the, the whole sh- no, no, well, the whole show. It's a live show and it was scheduled for an hour and that's what people paid for. So if you want for an hour, you can sit in the audience and watch his body <laughs> float there. <laughs> Stagehands coming, Folks, like the, eventually the paramedics come the out, and everybody's like, "Is this? Is he dead? Is he, is this real?" No one tells them to leave, but eventually the cops show up and they're asking questions. And no one moves. <laughs> we got a lot of questions, and everybody goes home and they're like, "I think I watched a man die tonight." So you're talking for some reason? I was picturing like the era of the Prestige. Yeah, in the twenties. In the twenties, then it moved to the Borgata. Yeah. <laughs> so you're thinking modern day. Yeah, I'm thinking I might do this, you know, in Atlantic City. Yeah. Oh, well, I won't do. I don't want to die. People but. there, but <laughs> you you can't do it to your legacy. I know legacy a great abandoned but. building yeah. we could do it in. I know several. <laughs> That's I mean, called Saw, the movie. That's yeah. Which they're making a new one. <laughs> uh, Will, anything that you've been reading? I I started listening to uh, my copy of American Gods again. Oh, okay. American what? American Gods, Neil Gaiman's book. Oh, okay. It's really good, and now Star's greenlit a show. On American Gods? On American Gods. That's super exciting. And I think it's going to be awesome. Is Neil Gaiman involved? I don't know. The only news I heard was... That's (laughs) important. Ian McShane, who was in Deadwood, and he was Blackbeard in the Pirates of the Caribbean movie. He does stuff. Who is an amazing actor is playing Odin. So, All right. uh, spoiler: there's Odin's in it. All right, I think that's acceptable. You need to get Neil Gaiman on this show. I, he will not return my calls. <laughs> I need mean, to say, Neil, tell me about your childhood. Did you get picked on for gay man? <laughs> we will ask him nothing about his body of work. <laughs> <laughs> just, just try to cut him real deep on I'm stuff. Just, I'm just going to ask him about uh, Game of Thrones the whole time. <laughs> Do you watch Game of Thrones? I, it's a good show. Uh, I did, uh, but I have some no, qualms no, with the last season. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you, how do you think the next season's... Yeah, nothing like... Because he's friends with George R. R. Martin, yeah, but nothing him, so about what's that. what's George R. R. Martin like? No, no. Yeah. I'm going to be like, what do you, do you think Jon Snow's dead? 
<laughs> what do you think's up with that? Spoiler, Jon Snow dies. What are you listening to? Oh, I jumped your question. Yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, what I'm reading or listening to. Reading. We, that's we what I'm sorry. We count audio books and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I've been reading House of Leaves, oh, uh, which, which is a book that's meant to make you go crazy. Uh, like, parts of the book is, are missing and things like that. Uh, the latest chapter that I read, a uh, lot, of, lot of stuff was just X'd out. <laughs> and then there was a footnote from the guy who found the original manuscript of this book saying, yes, yeah, sorry about this. I uh, spilled some ink on these pages, so I just kind of like tried to figure out what some of the stuff said. You got to understand, when I was putting this book together, I had it spread out all over the room, and I tried to put it in order as best I could, which means the entire book that I have read so far might be out of order. I'm on page 378. You made it that far? And I'm now discovering the books in the wrong order. Oh, come on. Yeah. It's it's a frustrating book. I hope the end of this book is so phoned in. And then the I ne- hope it's like, on the next page is a picture of the author, and you just turn it, and it's just a mirror. And you're like, <laughs> what is this? It's a paper mirror. <laughs> Wizardry. <laughs> uh, I will say that after it said that, I turned the page, and it just said, the next 17 pages are missing. Yeah, why, why, why would he? Why would he do it like that? Because it's not a real book. The Jason. person who wrote the book it's a was a mad blind. fantasy that Noah's having. And then <laughs> Zapino. Wait, found you're making the this up? He's making no, it up. No, this is not a true story. Book. You were the. Leaves. This is the Fargo of books. <laughs> the Fargo of books. It's a good book. House uh, of Leaves with Kevin Spacey and <laughs> Robin Wright. <laughs> Jason, what are you playing? You playing anything? Oh, oh, games. games. Video games, board games, gambling debts. I, I have to tell you, I... Cons. I almost Ooh, don't yeah, want to say con, it too like loud long here. cons going on? I, I mastered... Res- I know I'm a little dated with this. That's fine. But I mastered Resident Evil 4 to the point where I play it just to kill. Right. And I'm afraid to start over again because I, I have all the ultimate unlimited firepower. Uh, you can't like get the, better than that. That was like the last good Resident Evil. It on was. GameCube? Yeah. That was, uh, that was yeah. a great... Just keep uh, playing it and ignore the ones that come afterwards. That's the, uh, the yeah. correct thing to do with Resident Evil right now. I, that's how I feel about my marriage, because I'm actually very mm-hmm. happily married, and I feel like she's mm-hmm. like the unlimited firepower. You don't get better. And, and you know that they, that they came out with new women since <laughs> you've started <laughs> Don't tell me one. that. But they're not... No, they're not they're as not good. good. They're, they're, they're flashy, good. but they're right. poorly that's done. very good... Reference analogy, but um, I gotta it's not, tell it's not you, based on survival as much anymore. Yeah, all like, women are mostly shooters. Now. I couldn't. I <laughs> 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 that might be my new favorite thing you've ever said on the show. Oh my god! You know what? You've got the spindle. The what? There's a line from Resident Evil 4. <laughs> we are running out of time. every day. We're running out of time. Will, anything that you want to quickly say that you're playing? Uh, it's called Jack TV. It's by the people that make oh, you don't Jack know Jack. Box. Yeah, oh, Jackbox yeah. with the phones. It's really fun. Jack Go play. Jackbox is great. It's a game you can. It's a. The game goes up on the, the TV. It's for Xbox, and you all have your phones, and you play. It's like trivia and That's questions. That's so cool. Yeah, it's oh, a lot yeah. of fun. It's great. It's great. I got both of them. They're both wonderful. Nice. Uh, and uh, real quick, I've been playing Chrono Trigger. Uh, I've been playing Chrono Trigger for a while. There's a mini game where you have to do like this Simon Says thing. 
easily spend three weeks doing it. <laughs> Finally beat it. I got my Chrono doll ready to play the rest of the game. That's all I had to say about that. Let's play a game. We end all the Plus Two Comedy Podcasts with a game. This week, I have Batman Hush. This is my absolute favorite Batman graphic novel. If you have not read Batman Hush, you are missing out. It is absolutely fantastic. I got a hardcover for my birthday. I love that you held it up so the audience could see. forward uh, my copy of Hush. Jason, what did you bring? I brought... A copy Noah's of you're really reading this book, My Ramblings on Social Media, which is available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and CreateSpace. Very nice. <laughs> now, I I have a feeling this isn't going to go well. But to play host versus guest versus audience, we usually need an audience member. Does anybody want to play? Can we steal someone from the audience for a trivia game that'll last thirty seconds? No, you want to do it? All right, there we All right. Go. come on up. Wait, wait. That's no, good. Yeah, people are getting excited. Wait, come. Spin around. Thank you. You're going to be uh, mic yeah, number so right four. Here. Is is that the prize you brought? A reserve sign? Uh, yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> Lovely reserve. Sign. All right, uh, talk directly into the uh, microphone so real quick so I can get a mic home. check. Uh, yeah, mic check. One two one two. Excellent. Awesome. What's your name, sir? Uh, Cameron Ball. Cameron, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank Cameron, you so you've much been for a, having me. You've been on a microphone before. Uh, maybe. So we're going to play a game real quick, and uh, I try to cater the game towards the guest. Okay. And since your book is about social media, oh, we're, God. we're going to play Who Tweeted It? Oh, I'm so bad at this. Oh, I'm gonna, the I'm Muppets gonna, play this game. I'm going to read a tweet, and I'll give you three options of who you think tweeted this insane tweet. Everyone will get a chance to answer every uh, round, and a person with the highest score wins. All right, so we're going to start with the audience. Uh, first tweet. 33 and 23 is constantly following me around. There is no denying that I am directly from the divine, since these are divine numbers. Hashtag God Matrix. Was this Amanda Bynes, Kanye West, or Tila Tequila? Ooh. I'm going to have to go with Kanye. Going with Kanye West. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Also going with Kanye West. Before he even like, said it, I thought it was maybe Kanye. Sounds like Yeezus himself. Mm-hmm. Kanye West all across the board. This was tweeted by Tila Tequila. Ah. Tila Tequila went nuts recently and was just tweeting about how the world was yes, flat. I did hear that. Yeah. I Hashtag about world that. flat. That's I think a new I put thing that in my now. head on purpose. Yeah. It's like someone proved to me that the earth is curved. Why aren't the buildings all curved? <laughs> So, no points there. Uh, Jason, you're going to answer first this time. All right. Who wrote this tweet? Guys, Caitlyn Jenner has better boobs than I do. Sad face, sad face, sad face. Was that Andy Dick, (laughs) Demi Lovato, or RuPaul? Hmm. I'm going to say what is... Oh, it's not Jeopardy. I'm going to say Demi Lovato. Uh, Don't with Demi Lovato. Uh, I will go Andy Dick. Going with Andy Dick. I'm going to say RuPaul on this one. Right. RuPaul all one across the board. Uh, this was actually tweeted by Demi Lovato. Ah, nice. That's a point for Jason. I don't know who Demi Lovato is. She sings a female. Uh, she was a Disney star. Yeah. She, oh, She okay. sings that song. What's that? Song? She's not the fight song girl, is she? I don't think so. Anyone? No? Yeah, I have no idea. Longest I've ever spoken about her. <laughs> 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 all right. So we're going to start with Will this time. Who tweeted this? Everyone knows that I am right 
that Robert Pattinson should dump Kristen Stewart. Mm-hmm. In a couple yeah, right. of years, he will thank me. Be smart, Robert. Was this wow. Donald Trump, <laughs> the KFC colonel, Ooh. or Kristen Stewart? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to say Kristen Stewart. Saying Kristen Stewart. I'm going to go with Kristen Stewart as well. Kristen Stewart. I have to go with the pink ooze that is Donald Trump. Going with Donald Trump. This was tweeted by presidential candidate Donald Trump. Oh, my God. The man's on fire. Yeah. God. But he's right about that now. Now I'm confused. (laughs) He was right about that. We should vote for him to be president. Yeah, that's it. Wow. He's the only one talking about it. All right, we got another round here. Uh, Bieber, put your effing shirt on. Unless you lost all your shirts in a fire. In which case, my condolences, and please purchase a new shirt. <laughs> Was that Katy Perry, Olivia Wilde, or Scarlett Johansson? Ooh. I'm going to go with Olivia Wilde. Going with Olivia Wilde. I'll say Scarlett. Going with Scarlett Johansson. I going to say Olivia Wilde, too. That was tweeted by Olivia Wilde. Oh. Not a fan of the Bieber skin. <laughs> Jason, this one's for you. Okay. Start with you. Uh, oh, so uh, two points for Jason. You guys are tied at one. Uh, and on the first night, Jesus saved Ireland. See hashtag emasculated misconception. Just for clarity, C is the letter C, and hashtags are the words hash and tag. Oh my God. Was that Charlie Sheen? The Iron Sheik or Drake? You know what? I, I have to say the Iron Sheik because of the hashtag. Going with the Iron Sheik. I'm going to say Drake. Going with Drake. Sounds like Charlie Sheen. Yeah, that was does. tweeted by Tiger Blood himself, Charlie uh, Sheen. Nice. Got him. <laughs> now we're going to get a little phil- philosophical for this one, Will. Who invented balloons? <laughs> Who tweeted that? Was that Britney Spears, Gary Busey, or Flavor Flav? Sounds like something uh, I would have in this Gary book. Busey, yeah, it feels Gary Busey. Go with Gary, Gary Busey. Busey. I'm going to go with Gary Busey. Gary Busey. What were the other two choices? Uh, Britney Spears or Flavor Flav? I'll go with Britney Spears. That was tweeted by Gary Busey. Yeah. So that means with three points come from behind victory, you have won, sir. Be sure to grab all, all right. these wonderful books. Wait, what's your name? Uh, Cameron. Yeah, dude, make it out to Cameron. You look like, oh my god, the one guy from Trailer Park Boys. Mm-hmm. Yes, Will does Rick, look like god, his, his name is Ricky. Yeah, Ricky. Oh. And I get that a lot. <laughs> it's probably like, I'm sick of hearing it. It's nice. I like it. Thanks again for having me, guys. Yeah, yeah, thank you so for much coming for coming up. up here. I was afraid we weren't going to get an audience member, and you, you end up leaving with uh, two free books, which is pretty good. Got one for my boy. And one of which is autographed. Yes. Thank you so much for playing. Wait, I get this one too? Yeah, you get a both. Yeah. What's your favorite? And you name? get the reserve sign. Oh, Alex. Apparently. My boy. <laughs> this is week. why you should come on the show. Yeah, you get stuff. I give away prizes every week. You're really reading this book. Yes, please yeah. come back. Thank you so much for coming up here. Yes. Give it up for him, guys. Give it up for Cameron. Jason, we got to get out of here. Anything you want to plug? I would love to plug this book on, available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Creative Space. You're really reading this book. And yeah. April 1st, 
I'll be doing some weird comedy and magic with a little musical t- group called Bozarth. Where? Bozarth. Bozarth. Like, um, like with Will Bozarth? Will Bozarth. I love Will. He's so talented with his guitar. He's Will's hilarious. my boy. We went to high school together. Really? He's yeah. really funny. Give him a hug for me. It's a and it's a free show, and there's also no cover. Um, it's in Blackwood at a used bookstore. Nice. Oh, I would go, I've, but we're in Baltimore. Mind you, I performed at Caroline's in front of 700 people at universities, but we now believe you. we believe you. I'm doing a bookstore <laughs> for free. <laughs> Will, anything to add? Uh, guys, get on social media. Hashtag Fargo was a true story. <laughs> Be sure oh, to give us five stars on iTunes. Five stars on Stitcher. Vote for us on PodcastLine.com. Make us the podcast of the month. You can also listen to us on Wildfire Radio. Also, go over to Reddit and check out the podcast subreddit. I mod that now. So you can say hi to me there as well. It's a good time. <laughs> Uh, upcoming shows next week. I don't have the calendar in front of me. Uh, next week, the 14th, Alejandro Morales will be on the show. So be sure to come out here for that. And then on the 21st, the, incredib- the incredible shrinking Matt and Jackie will be here. It's going to be a fantastic show. So be sure to come out for that. And as always, we would like to thank Ben Affleck for making the show possible and running over Will with a forklift. Mm-hmm. This is the Plus <laughs> Two Comedy Podcast. Thank you guys so much. Yeah.